Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the fighting. Hello, welcome to the Fighting Cop podcast. Um, thought we'd better do another one because all the Tottenham stuff that happening, loads, loads of Spurs stuff. Actually, actually, T. We haven't signed anyone in about six days, and I'm fucking fuming. I'm raging here. I mean, um, you well, did when a are we going to sign another one? I mean, I think you did a tweet about um, all these happy Inter Milan players. Um, it's not on. Spook, it's not on. You, why are they all so bloody happy? I don't Probably. know whether they are. I mean, when you're happy, you just you don't you don't go around telling people that you're happy. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? You just you just get on with shit. And, what and are they doing like then? I don't know. I think they they're kind of silently begging 
the the living lives of, of quiet desperation waiting for Conte and Gratitude to, to, to. I wish that was true. I wish it was true, but the fact is, Bastos is basically saying, I don't really want to go. Someone did tweet me when um, they said, don't worry, this is a ploy. Italian clubs don't like it when players want to leave their club. Bastoni's been there for a long, long time. He's not, never, ever going to say, he's never going to say, I want to leave this football club. He won't say it. So he's just saying, I want to stay. But really deep down, he hates Inter Milan and he hates their fans and he wants he wants to come to Spurs. Any truth in yeah. that, T? Um, I mean, what do you think the worst thing the archers would do? Do you think they'd kidnap his family? I mean, what, what do you think they'd do <laughs> I think if he said he wanted to leave? <laughs> yeah, I think they're capable of it, yeah. I mean, do you remember, what did they do with um, Icardi? Uh, okay. they, I can't remember. They, they were sort of outside his house. They was outside his house with like placards saying like death to Icardi or something like that. I might, I'm butchering this. This might, I know part, there is truth in what I'm saying. But I can't remember the exact details. And he went, they don't know where I'm from, right? I'm from Argentina. Where, we, where, where I am from, the people will eat these ultras. Something along those lines. Because there's nothing yeah, they can do to scare them. Their ultras <laughs> are uh, absolutely brutal. Didn't they, wasn't there that story where they, um, they 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 crashed a a boardroom meeting. Like, well, am I now am I just making shit up now? No, stereotyping the, the no. There was and, something. And I mean, it doesn't. It's not the end of the world, is it? There's worse thing happening in the world. Um, but let's just continue stereotyping for a while because this is entertaining. <laughs> um, I think what well, I seem to remember them. Um, some they're, they're making a manager got appointed at some point. I think this might have been in Italy actually. Manager got appointed, and the ultras were so unhappy with the disappointment who they brought in. They went into the press conference, picked it up, picked him up, and carried him out of the stadium and put him outside. That rings a bell, actually. <laughs> so, I want to say it's Gattuso. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Do you ever wonder, like, the, like the, the difference in culture, like, is it, it's so mammoth, like, between like, if that happened in England, like, the, the police would, well, yeah, I mean, you're, you're literally kidnapping someone. It's kidnapping. It happens in Italy or South America. It's like <laughs> you just have a little chuckle it's about like, it. Yeah, it's like nothing. It's just like, no relevance to. They just get on with it after after it the, happens. There are different the the, the the ultras and fans in different. There are different breeding in in different countries. Like there was that one about the the two heads of the two firms ended up in one of them sexually assaulting the other one as a form I knew this of was power the graveyard <laughs> the graveyard's sexual assault i don't want to say the word it just feels a bit icky to say um but yeah like they, they mean it's actually a bit sad like f- football on that level liking football on that level is something wrong with you and it? It, it it is a bit hashtag grown men isn't it yeah 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 yeah, so 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 I, I, you can understand because there is a lot of that in Italy that Bastoni might be going. Oh, you know, I want to go Spurs, but I'm, I don't want that. <laughs> I don't want that <laughs> shit to happen. I the thing that worries me, um, the thing that worries me is, I, I, I've, and it, it's not really a concern because we've been here so many times before. But there's there's no doubt that one or two of the signings that we really really want, the, the longer that we persist with them, that there's a chance. The, the the closer we get to the start of the season, 
which is which goes against this kind of new philosophy of getting things done really quickly, getting Conte's team and squad ready for pre-season training. Not every single signing will be made before pre-season, possibly, but there's still that kind of little, you know, how long are we going to wait for certain players? And when are we yeah. just going to bite the bullet and just, just bring someone in because we know guaranteed we can bring that person in? So not for me to worry about. That's up to that's up to the club to sort out. But there's still that little bit of anxiousness around it. Um, yeah, no, I don't. I'm not sure that will ever go. But the 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 it's, it, what what is can, can get a little bit sort of tiring is the fact that we're we're, we're spending so much time reading stories about Spurs' movements that you you're absolutely. I'm not sure. I believe any of them anymore. I don't. Like there's Indica, there is Bastoni, there's Pau Torres, there's Bremner, Bremer, there is um, I can't pronounce the other one's name. Gavardol, Gavardol, Guardiol. Sorry, that's five that we've been linked with, and I have, I don't know. I don't think we were close at any point to any of them. I don't know. Well, apparently, we haven't even made a bid for Spence. Like the, the story initially was that he was practically about to sign, and then since then. We get the same story every few days yeah. that, that, that Spurs definitely want him, but Borough have not received a bid. And, and that basically gets gets uh, churned out every few days. And you see it with the Ericsson stuff as well. He, he has been making his decision, or he's going to give his, his decision with, within two weeks. I've been hearing that for a month. And it's, I don't think, I don't think they, the anyone really around him is, is that we're not in for him. We don't want him. Supposedly, yeah. How do you feel about that, T? Um, it's a bit disappointing. I really, really like the guy, but you thought that there's a bigger name in the chamber if if he's not to join. Um, he's he's still quite young, but I think we're addressing weak areas. Um, you know, there's rumours that we're listening to offers for Emerson Royale. So, yeah, it's but as as you said, I mean, um, these rumours change from week to week. I mean, if you invest in them wholeheartedly, then you'll give yourself heart failure. I want everyone that I'm link- we're linked with. I want them immediately. That's, that's, so, my, that's the way my brain works. I, I, I don't want it to be like, you know, when you're trying, <laughs> trying to park your car, coming in for work and your space is taken because <laughs> you didn't get in early enough. <laughs> too many players. You've got, you've got to park in a residential street, mate. You know what I mean? You've <laughs> I, got to go on Ringo and just pay for the whole day. I, I, I um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm terrible for it. Like, there was a time where Alex made up that we were going to sign... Um, De Jong, and as soon as I read him and said De Jong is the the mystery player that we we've been working on, I'm like I want him desperately. Hadn't even thought about him joining Spurs before that point. He mentions Frankie De Jong, and I'm like, yeah, he's exactly what we need. Yeah, definitely get him in. When you know you're talking about that attacking midfielder, or we need that midfielder who can pass. This seems to be the narrative that's constantly being perpetuated now, even by our own Spurs fans. Like there's there was a question we got asked. Um, it was on the, one of our Patreon, the transfer touch-up we do on, behind the paywall on Patreon. And um, it, the question was, uh, what the fuck was it? It was, um, yeah, like, uh, um, uh, Basuma is a really good sign-in, but with Skip and Bentancor and uh, and uh, Hoybier there already, is this the sort of expansive, aggressive, forward-thinking footballer that we need? Something along those lines. Yeah. And I'm thinking, well, actually, didn't, he Conte likes quite a rigid, rigid, strong midfield rather than having that. His creativity comes down the down the um, the wing, 
I mean, yeah. Ericsson didn't even play significant parts of Conte's. Um, well, he certainly wasn't his first choice midfielder. He had Brozovic and Barella were these kind of guys in midfield, neither of which are in the Ericsson mould. So I wondered. Uh, I wonder if he even looks at him and thinks actually, given the fact we need centre backs and we need a right wing back, that Ericsson is the guy that we even. But it seems mad on a free, isn't it? You could just sit on the bench and bring him on when we need him. You I don't want to. Um, sorry, go on, T. I think Basuma's a bit of a Swiss Army knife of a footballer, really. He can play, he can sit deep, and he can do box-to-box as well. Um, we have seemed to put him in a bit of a box where he's in, he can't pass ball and he's not that creative. I mean, he's not been... I think we'll, I think he'll do whatever's required of him. But um, with regards to the Ericsson thing, I mean, I think Mark uh, touched on it in the last pod. We Probably the last pod he did, saying, um, can Ericsson play in a 3-4-3? Maybe not, but... It's a long season, so he'll get games. Do you know who else can go box-to-box? Who's that? Ricky's mum. Oh, oh, my God. Yeah, Ricky's mum goes box-to-box. Um, yeah, I don't know. It seems like on a free, it kind of feels like you're missing a trick. And if he, if, if he wants to stay in London, as you, if you believe, then why not bring him to Spurs? But he's going to, you know, he's £100,000 probably out of your transfer, uh, out of your, your wages when... I'm sure he improves us. The thing is, this is it. I don't think he's he's straight into the team. I don't think he. I think he's someone that's something extra, you know, that you need off the bench. And what a player to have come off the bench, someone that will hit the ground running as well. He's not doesn't need to bed into Tottenham. Um, I think that's the appealing thing about Spurs. They get enough games in preparation for you know the, the World Cup and the rest of it. However, if you believe the rumours and the stories, and again, it's just you know a pinch of salt. If it's about money, which is fair enough because it's his last big payday, then he he will probably end up at Man United. Now it might be more of a stressful responsibility that he has there because 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 of what Man United are. Or maybe it's less stressful because they're re- rebuilding, and he know he knows their manager quite well, so. So I, I can get why, in his position, it could be a trickier one. Like, what does he want to do here? Does he want to go back to what he knows best, or does he want to try something new and get paid a lot more money for it? For us, I don't really want United signing him. Not that I'm that fussed about United, but I've got to be a little bit naive to think that I can just completely write him off. But I'd according to not... well, in, according to the Guardian, Ericsson's turned down United. He doesn't want to go there. He's saying he's saying no. Oh, when did that happen then? Uh, two hours ago. Oh, shit. Okay. Well, I would have missed that. I mean, if that's true, he might settle on staying at Brentford. Do you know I what think, I mean? I think, he, easy, I think he owes it to Brentford, right. really. I think he owes it to Brentford. For, yeah. For giving him the opportunity back. He should, he should do the right thing. Actually, fuck that. Fuck Brentford. He's a shit. Um, uh, <laughs> what, I've just read something funny that the Sun reporting. Christian Eriksen considering Man United transfer offer and club hope Ten Hag's relationship with the Dane. Will seal the move. What a weird conversation they them two would have to with each other, wouldn't it? Like Ericsson's a bit odd anyway. Ten Hag, there's something desperately wrong with him. Don't know Absolutely. what it is. You imagine the conversation they'd have. How weird it'd be. No eye contact at all. They're both in the same room, across the table from each other. Just no eye contact. Just looking at the table. I reckon they spit on the floor inside. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> don't have a damp to the carpet. Don't don't mention it either. Don't even mention the fact they've done it. I don't know what that means. Uh, <laughs> uh, what you can say? <laughs> Nothing. Does, doesn't matter. Uh, we got seventy-three questions to get through, so um, buckle in. Um, 
we'll, 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 we'll handpick them. We can't go through 73. That's insane. Uh, Alfie Chapman, he says, do we need some creativity in midfield or is Conte generally happy? I think we talked about that, didn't we? Uh, Spurs yep. for Life says, were Atomic Kitten underrated? Oh, hold I on. Think... Wrong Twitter. Which player? <laughs> 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 Which player that we nearly signed would have turned out to be a Spurs legend? A t- quick one on Atomic Kitten. Did, he, did they move UT? Well, and I think they got rid of Kerry Katona and blew up. So, you know, yeah. You know, Hole Again is an she's iconic one of my, song. She's one of my guilty ones, I've got to say. Really? I don't know why. Her and Pree Patel. Jesus. I don't know what's wrong with me. That yeah, is yeah. grim. Yeah, they're, they're well underrated. But I think the Sugar Babes are better than them. Don't kink shame me, please. Uh, uh, original sugar, uh, uh, sugar Babes, yeah? Yeah, original thought, ones that did Overload. Yeah, the, the original, yeah, exactly. Oh, that's my, my bit of uh, popular culture. Good stuff. References. Good oh. stuff, good stuff. Uh, what, what player did we miss out on that would have become a legend at Spurs? Rivaldo? Uh, yeah, Rivaldo's the one that came to mind. People knew to the fighting cock or supporting Spurs. We nearly signed Rivaldo when he was... Rivaldo at the time was one of the world's best footballers and he nearly signed. We nearly got him over the line. When would that have been? What year? Do you remember? Uh, anyway, yeah. I think Hoddle was the manager at the time. Yeah, Hoddle wrote, uh, wrote him a, 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 a... No, 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 Rivaldo no. wrote us a letter. Which is just... Like, don't fucking share <laughs> that, don't, mate. Don't we're write a letter. enough we're a bit of a meme. We were a proper <laughs> meme back then. Don't... don't. But Hoddle, yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a nice letter. Like, fuck off, It's a nice man. fucking... We don't want that. There was no a social nice... media back then, so it wasn't, it wasn't that bad. Imagine how, what would happen yeah, now. If, if we try, it, it would be equivalent of us trying to sign... Who, who would you have been as good as? It would have been like someone like... Like Mane level. Mane level. Yeah. Not not the same player, but that kind of reputation. Is it? Is that fair? That sort of level? And um, and then Mane going, oh, thanks for all the interest. I would love to have joined you, but I'm actually going to go and join Inter Milan or whatever it was he went to sign for. Um, yeah, he went to AC Milan. I'd, I'd have probably gone a bit left for the said Arshavin. I think if you love if we did sign, I did massive thing for him. I think when I think um, Euro two thousand and eight, he had a really good competition. Then he then the Saint Petersburg beat Rangers in that final in Manchester, and I think we got Pavlichenko instead, and I wanted Arsenal, and then Arsenal ended up getting him. I think it would have been brilliant for us, really. But you know, shit happens. I mean, him and Modric, intelligent footballers. Jeez, would have been good. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. There's been, been linked with so many players. I can't think of. I think there was a time during the 2000s that the players we lost, and, and sorry, not 2000 in the in the 2010s or whatever that's called. Um, you know, when when we lost sort of Modric, Carrick, Berbatov, Bale, and you just think if we held on, if they all just stayed, and we built that team, we would have won the league. Spurs yeah. have always had. The, the individuals, do you know what I mean? They've never had the team. The closest we came to having the team was under Pochettino in recent times. Yeah. And we've flirt, we flirted once or twice before then as well. But you're right, we have had some proper world-class players at Tottenham. Maybe not all of them at the same times. But unfortunately, you know, football moves at a fast pace. They just don't want to hang around for a rebuild that follows a rebuild and so on. Yeah, but it, they wouldn't have to if they use their brains and just stayed yeah, still. Well, they wouldn't have to fucking be a rebuild, be a part of the revolution. A good point. Just don't fucking leave. Don't leave, you bastards. Um, <laughs> but it's a perpetual problem in at every club. If everyone just sat 
tight, <laughs> then you'd have, it'd all be fine. Anyway, um, Lee Evans says, just how big a hole are Arsenal fans digging for themselves this summer? I respect them doubling down, but the fallout could be incredible. They've, they've gone to new levels of odd, in my opinion. Arsenal fans, they, it's getting weird about it all. Uh, I'm convinced it's a meme. Mate. Bizarre. What's that? T? Uh, I'm convinced it's a meme. Um, what, the, is it, they're, they're just trolling? Yeah, I think it's they're all saying the similar things. Oh, you know, we've got Jesus on one side and Richarlison on one side and Jesus on another side and Vieira doing this. All the tweets have a similar sort of format. You know, I feel like it's some sort of um, in-joke in football Twitter because Arsenal are quite big on football Twitter, aren't they? But it is amusing and um, anyone listening to this, just get your screenshots ready for when Arsenal inevitably implode. You're giving them too much credit. Yeah, I think so too. I I think so. I think you're talking about a specific tweet that I responded to yesterday. I think that might. I I think you're right about that, hundred percent. But I think that they are. They have gone. I think us beating them in the in the the North London derby. They that they we've broken them a little bit. Like every player we've signed apparently is a retirement player. When we've only signed one player under over. Well, hang on. The oldest player we've signed is Perisic at thirty three. But other than that, twenty five. Right. So it's not even a. it's not even a thing. So they, they, they're being super reactive. The amount of them in my mentions, in, or, or I love the shirt mentions, to every tweet. It's every single tweet. And granted, a lot I have and I've been going at Arsenal, but they're, they're, they're particularly weird this summer. Spook, isn't it? What, can you back me up there? Or am I, yeah, am no. I, am I, I reading I, too much I, into I, it? I don't, dis- I don't disagree. It always comes back to this. Okay, right. Not to go into a TED Talk. But they are, you, you know that something's not right with them when all they seem to want to fall back on is what they did 20 years ago and, and, and the amount of trophies they've won in their history because it's, it's okay for them to reference how many trophies they've won. But they use that in a way that's almost petulant. It's like, yes, yeah, Spurs are doing quite well at the minute. Um, you know, obviously, we always finish above you in the bread and butter of the Premier League apart from this one time where, where we kind of fucked it up ourselves. Yeah, 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 yeah. But we, we, come back to me when you've won X amount of trophies. You don't, you can't sit at the same table as me. And to, well, hold on. What has that got to do with the present day? We're talk, We're having a conversation about the present day, about the, the state of both football clubs. And you've said it. I mean, everyone's probably said this and thought this. Everyone knows this. Mm. It's not comparable. Like, I'm not saying Arsenal are a million light years away, but the Spurs are behaving pretty much the way them look behaved once upon a time we have to make those steps to, to actually do something more tangible but th- their inability to just say yeah do you know what Spurs are looking good they just cannot they're so insecure they've always been a little bit broken but I think what's happened has just set them back and which is why I don't give them any credit a lot of the things that they say that, that, that they're saying now is to just basically allow themselves uh, a to dream a little bit, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. All football fans should, should be doing that. But they've always been like that. And you can you can look back to last season, 20 minutes against Man City, four minutes against Tottenham in the North London derby. And and they 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 anchor themselves to that as proof and evidence that there's, there's some kind of elite super team that's just a player or two away from just dominating football. But we, yeah. when we talk about winning the quad, we are fucking doing it with our, you know, we know what we're doing. We're taking the piss out of ourselves a little bit because we're excited. But with them, I, th- I think it's, for the most part, very straight-laced. But it's the stuff that the bloggers are doing. Um, 
Oh, where they kind of try uh, analyse absolute and compare the teams. Can't yeah, he's just name. it's just fantasy writing. The Grove. Yeah, fuck fantasy. Him. He's he's he, that's weird. That that all he, he's a he's a proper weirdo that geezer. Like, our paths will probably cross through <laughs> the work at some stage, but I'm going to say it's just strange. The guy's odd. It's I'm not. Do you know what? He knows what he's doing. He's because he, he's clearly an intelligent person, so he knows what he's doing. In the same way that I know what I'm doing when I'm tweeting shit about Arsenal and just want to wind them up, want to make their day a little bit worse than it would have been if they hadn't seen my tweet. Um, anyway, fuck Arsenal. Uh, kind of like this question from Glorious Bastard. He, uh, uh, which current Spurs player do you think had the most sex in the past 12 months? <laughs> I, I don't know what Eric Dyer's face popped into. I bet he's, he's yeah, I thought of Dyer. He he's a gorgeous-looking well. bloke. Uh, the least amount of sex. I think it's obvious, isn't it? Hunmin Son. I'm not even sure he has a dick. I don't think he has one either. Nice, no, smooth. smooth. I don't believe he has tiny pisses in his balls. <laughs> I think he has to, have to remove his trousers and pants to have a piss. Otherwise, he just, otherwise he just pisses all over himself. <laughs> oh, a little sunny. Um, uh, Nick Wilkinson says Paratici is the best signing Spurs have made in the Enoch area. Do do you agree, T? No, not yet. But he's looking good. He is looking very good. He's very good. Very I think good. Uh, Daniel Levy will give, be given the credit for bringing him in by the uh, Enoch out people. Um, well, nothing's happened yet. So, got to wait till see how the next season play, plays out. I think... Um, well, I, the, think, I mean, he, he's, he had a direct involvement in us finishing the top four, just well, by his, his ability in the January. Well, yeah, I think um, Spooky's made this point a number of times that we seem to find our best appointments by accident, and that's kind of what's happened with Conte. I mean, we it happened with um, with Yol and yeah. with Radnap to a degree. I mean, obviously, Boston was intentional, but it feels like we've stumbled upon Paradici and, and Conte, and, you know, it's great. I'm all for it. Yeah. What, what do you think, Speak. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't disagree with that. I mean, we can talk him up. He, he's the, the most important things at Spurs. You know, we were, we were all waiting for the summer to kick in and the, the window to open and Spurs were getting things done before the window was opening, yeah, even yeah. if there were free transfers there. And it's that. Then you know that it's no longer just words. It's They're, they're just pushing ahead. And everything that's coming out of the club like from the people that are close to the club, like the journalists that, that, that work uh, with Tottenham or at Tottenham, you know, the, the vibe is a completely different thing to what was going on during the season. So that's why you need to be a little bit cautious because during the season, it was like articles about Conte wanting to leave and Spurs in a bit of disarray and trying to, you know, align everyone on the same page. And it, it just turned out to be a load of bollocks, really. Uh, whereas now we, we, we're seeing the output. And yeah, you done well in January. You brought two players in that literally just well, it gave us top four. In the end, arguably, kind of uh, consolidated what Conte was trying to do with the team. And now it's about you know, it's about Spurs having that, those five players on the bench and, and 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 being robust enough to rotate. And then at the end of it, I'm sure we're just we're waiting to sign all these players. And right at the end of it, they're, they're just going to announce a little Conte extension or, or just something to, to kind of put that cherry on top. Because mm. I think the more hype we get, the more good news stories. I imagine we get to the end of the season. It's like at the end of the uh, summer, it's 
bought everyone we needed to buy. There's no complaints from anyone. Conte signs on for an extra year or he just commits himself in a way that makes you grab your balls and think fucking yes. And then we announce naming rights. Like that would, if, if, if Arsenal fans are broken now, like they'd be dead before the season even starts. Because I think Spurs are beginning to evolve into the exact type of beast that we need to be able yeah. to fucking fight all the other beasts at the top of the table. Um, Kyle Upshon says, would you swap this current Conte squad for any other Spurs squad from the past, but you keep Conte as manager? This is an amazing question. Please <laughs> go is. for it. <laughs> Cheers, it's an amazing question. I'm not going to answer right. it. Got, I, I want to see whether you pick the team I'm thinking of. Um, I think we're all going to pick the same team, actually. Oh God! Now I'm under pressure. Go on then. I like the current squad a lot, man. Um, I think it's got. I think it's a lot more balance than squads in the past. I mean, maybe the last season at White Hart Lane, but I'm going to plump for the current squad. Hmm. What would you go spook? Like for log- logically. He's probably right. Romantically, um, you would pick the Pochettino team because you think one or two shrewd. That season where we lost four games, for example, and Chelsea were managed by Conte. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's just margins, isn't it? Um, I think he probably would have got something out of that team, and, and the way that he just represents ambition for himself and for the club he's at we probably would have consolidated on that team and built. So, but the, the, the team that I, I thought of immediately when this question came up was just probably for legacy reasons was 1987 because oh, we got fuck, to a yeah. semi-final, FA Cup final and finished third in the league. Uh, we're in the title race. I don't know what he would have done with the footballers back then because if you go back and watch football from the 80s, it's not as great as you remember it's great in highlights it's not great when you're watching a full match i was only six then so i have no i really have no recollection of that season i've said this before 87 got me ready for a life as a spurs fan because we promised so much and we literally ended up with nothing um and we even had the holston meme you know chucked in with the 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 cup final shirt so um conte probably would have won the yeah well yeah we lost quite a few at the end of the season um, but we we could have, could have done the treble with Conte maybe in his fantasy. Didn't, didn't um, <laughs> Alan scored forty seven goals that season? Forty nine. Richard Four. Goff was absolutely fucking majestic. But hang on, man. you just skirted over that though. Oh, he right, nearly sorry, scored forty nine goals. goals in a in a calendar year. Yeah, four. No, not a calendar year. In not a calendar season, year. football season. season yeah. 49 that is fucking insane like yeah. Kane doesn't get that that's that sort of Messi Ronaldo levels right I don't think anyone's ever going to reach those numbers again man which is great for for Alan but fucking 49 that is that insane. season was mental and um I just remember him not being able to get it done for England but the FA Cup final against Coventry when he scored in the second minute I thought here we go rubbing me hands and then you know <laughs> the final panned out the way it did he was everything he hit just went in Mm. Yeah, yeah, unreal that is. Unreal. Um, 33 in the league as well, so it's still a good number. 49 goals. <laughs> Most, some clubs don't score 49 goals in a season. That's exactly. fucking crazy. What were we just playing mad attacking football then? What, what, what was it? It's 4 5 1. Everything went through Hoddle. And you yeah. had Waddle on one side and Great Galvin, side. I'm guessing, on the other. Just crazy. 
Indeed. Um, uh, what? Hang on, I'm just trying to find this. This is one from Reb, one of my favourites. Uh, she says, if you and your missus were going to have a threesome with any Spurs player, would you pick? Uh, I think we've done that one before, but you wouldn't want to pick Dyer because he's too handsome and big and strong. You feel inferior next to him. I'd have to go with um, Son again. <laughs> He'd be kind to her. You wouldn't sort of slap her about on that. I'd, I'd, I'd pick Brian Hill so she can peg him. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was going to go for Oliver Skip. Just, you, just so you, you look good. You want to go with someone that you think you could have. Yeah, you can't. You can't. You can't. Like I can say you can't have Eric Dyer in there, or Romero. Don't know what he's going to do. <laughs> he <laughs> exactly, might, sh- might shock you mid sex mid session. He might do something mental. Just like we're, seen... we're all at it, and she suddenly just picks her up and throws her against the wall, and then picks you up and throws you against the wall. <laughs> we did. Exactly. It flips, it flips the bed over, just walks out, rocks, swinging around. <laughs> Zoo says you're trapped in an elevator with Conte. A few hours pass. He undoes his trousers, stares you in the eye, and starts to poo in the corner. Are you asking him to stop? Are you asking him to stop or just let him crack on? I think I'd film it and then blackmail him. What? You wouldn't do that to him. Yeah, I said, if, you, if you're going to leave Tottenham, this video is coming out. You're never He's leaving He's staring us. at you in the eyes. He's staring at you in the eyes. Um, His eyes are great as well. I'd just let him do it. What, what, I mean, it's, done, it's halfway out now, isn't it? You don't, you don't want to upset the guy. He's got a lot of good work. He's got a lot of work to do. Yeah, he's in credit. Yeah, he's, he's very fine. much in credit. Absolutely. Um, uh, MD Henry Photography. I think he's uh, probably has a photography company. <clears throat> well, if you need a photographer, why don't you go and use him at underscore D R M D H? I don't know. You might be shit or not. Just check him out. <laughs> you might need a photographer if you need one. Have a look. Um, if you could switch out one member of the current squad for someone who uh, was past Spurs, who would it be and why? So, well, if you're a player of old, who would you bring in? And it has to be realistically doable by modern standards. I guess that's meaning we can afford to buy him. Damn. I mean, uh, you would have to be either a creative midfielder or someone that can play up front, yeah? So is he he saying we can't take Modric because he would never come to us now? Is that what he's saying? Because oh, I thought you meant from history, yeah. No, he says it has to be realistically doable by modern standards. So... In modern standards, Modric is never coming to Spurs, so it can't be Modric. Is that what you're saying? Well, I don't know. Does he mean that, or does he mean you can't say Blanche Flower because there's no way of knowing how Blanche Flower is going to play in the modern game? But you could say okay. Gascoigne. Let's 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 take it back. If make it a bit easier, what player in the last ten years at Spurs would you bring in to improve Tottenham's current side? I have a very boring answer to give you to buy guys a bit of time. That would be Carl Walker because we, we're shit at right back. Great shout. And I think oh, Walker would wow. be good, but it's a boring answer. But him, no, it's, um, it, it, it's not because those positions, wing backs are so vital to the way we play our football. Yep. I mean, yeah. I like that. Maybe, um, maybe Dembele for Benton Core. Dembele, that's the answer. Dembele. Yeah, I'll go through that as well. Yeah, that's the answer. You just shut things down, PT. Yeah, there you go. 
Uh, I think that'll do. I think we've all got to go on and, you know, we've got work to do and stuff. Um, Travis Roberts says, what does Flav say in the the Oprah? It's not me. It's not me. It's my little brother. And he says, come on, you... No, what does he say? Come on, Tottenham. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, All right, boys. um, We can do another one of these podcasts next week. I'm actually talking to um, a guy from... Charlie Eccleshare from uh, The Athletic. Athletic. Yeah, doing a little pod of him tomorrow. Nice. Oh, nice. What he's up to, what's uh, what's going on in Charlie's life when he comes to reporting on Spurs. Yeah, I will. I'll, I'll get it all and then you use it, pass it off as my own. So, uh, yeah. All right. And, uh, yeah, that's been the Fighting Cop Podcast. Thank you very much. If you want more content, transfer content, you can join our Patreon. It's patreon.com forward slash the Fighting Cop. There's good stuff. I'm doing video content now where I look back at uh, classic Spurs games and review them. It's a terrible explanation of what they are. It's, I watched the, the North London derby and laughed at Arsenal for about 20 minutes, basically. Uh, so, yeah, <laughs> come and join, support, and get loads of good content in return. All right, take care, everyone. Bye. See you later. Bye. It's the fighting. It's the fighting. Clock. It's the fighting. It's the fighting. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. At Firehouse Subs, a portion of every purchase helps provide life-saving equipment to first responders. We make our subs differently because our subs make a difference. Like our Italian sub, piled high with Genoa salami, pepperoni, and Virginia honey ham. Or our Firehouse meatball sub with zesty marinara, both with melted provolone and Italian seasoning. Your choice, just $6.99 each for a medium and only for a limited time at Firehouse Subs. Tap the banner now to start your order. Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. 
Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network.